Hey everybody, how are things? This is Chris McPeak, and you're listening to the Elevate Your Aid podcast. Um, so if you've downloaded all of the episodes and you've been paying attention, you know that none of them have sounded the same um, at all. They've all had different different intros. They've all had different outros. There might have been some B-roll, whatever they call that, stuck in the middle. Um, and I want to first of all apologize for that because I know it's hard to connect with a show when there's no consistency, but then the flip side of that is that I really am trying to find my bearings and my comfort zone with all this podcasting stuff. I seriously will sit here for like 10 minutes, try to think about what I'm going to say and how I want to say it and stare at this microphone before I push the record button. And so today I'm trying to get completely out of my comfort zone and not do that. Um, So I have no script and I have no notes today. Um, So we're just going to see where this goes. Welcome back. And here we are. And it is super early morning, maybe for some people, not for me, because if it were a regular workday, I would be in the pool right now. Um, But I'm not. I'm in my office trying to play catch up. I have been running around these past couple weeks at a wellness retreat. And then I had a conference for work. And then after that, I took my husband for a little midweek escape to La Jolla, California, just to kind of get away together and celebrate our 24th wedding anniversary belatedly, um, because our anniversary was in September. But now this I'm recording this in October, October the 15th. And hopefully it will be up before Halloween. That is my plan. Anyway, so what I want to talk about today I want to talk about priorities and I think when I wrote the book I was feeding off of the notion of this clocks exercise that inspired all of this and I was thinking about when you do the exercise what pops up for you especially when you start to get really honest about how you're spending your time so for example if you are if you're doing the eight hours of sleep and the eight hours of work, which is where my theory comes from, and you think about the rest of the time every single day, if you were to sit down just for like a week and write down all of the things that you do that's not work and that's not sleep, and so write all those things down. So for me, that would be my swim workout, that would be walking my dog, That would be eating breakfast, commuting, eating dinner, possibly doing some business work, which is actually what I'm doing now because I'm technically not working, but I am doing business work. Um, You know, private time with my husband. I'm not going to lie. You got to schedule that stuff, y'all. Or if you don't schedule it, just be willing to say that it's taking priority over something else. Okay. Um, And so... You write all those things down and then you take a look at them and don't think in terms of like, here's eight hours and this is all, I do all of these things in eight hours and then boom, it's done. But I don't know that that's necessarily being honest with yourself because you have to really take into consideration those minutes and seconds that go with it. So for example, um, do you know, do you honestly know how long it takes you to take a shower? 
Um, and off the top of your head, it might you might just say five minutes. That's not long at all. But if you really get in there and like turn the water on, set the timer on your phone, hop in there, do everything that you normally do. Yes, ladies, if you shave your legs in the shower, then you might you know, be going a little bit further than your daily time. But I'm willing to bet that many of you don't know specifically how long it takes you to have a shower. Um, and, and so I challenge you, I encourage you to try that, to time yourself for a week and see where you land on the spectrum because that stuff is super important. Um, and then the other thing that, that I find people may overestimate or underestimate, and that is the amount of time that they're in their commute. Now, if you live in a big city like Los Angeles or Chicago or St. Louis or Dallas, um, John Williams, if you're listening to this, I'm just going to tell you that Fayetteville, Arkansas is not a big city. Um, there, I've said it. So if you live in a big city where there's traffic to consider, you really sometimes can't plan for that. You need to have a buffer. So I'm, I'm pretty lucky. I live in the LA area, but I, in essence, I have a reverse commute. So I'm technically going against traffic every morning, which is good for me because the, the traffic scenario that I get isn't as, as high pressure as it might be for somebody else. So I can get in my car and get to work within about 25 to 30 minutes with a little bit of traffic. And now that's just if I'm going straight from my house to my office. If I'm going to the pool, which is technically what I'm doing five days a week, I'm leaving my house, I'm driving to the pool, I'm having my workout, I'm taking my shower, and I can take a shower in five minutes, and then hopping in the car and driving from the pool to work. It's not a straight shot per se. Um, there's a little bit of a zig and a zag there, but when I group all of that together, I call that, quote, my swim workout. So that includes the amount of time it takes me to get to the pool, to swim, to shower, and then to get to work. And I've tracked all of those things over you know, the last year, year and a half, as I was you know, figuring out how to prioritize things. And so now that I know that, it's really easy to be able to lean on that and say, well, that accounts for about three hours of my day. Um, no, it's more like two hours of my day. This accounts for about two hours of my day. The, that other hour I'm thinking about is the hour before I leave for the pool where I'm at the house and I'm meditating and I'm having some breakfast and I'm doing a little bit of journaling and I'm, you know, getting ready, getting ready to, to get in the car and go. Um, so in terms of priorities, my morning is really pretty set and it, it's hard to deviate from that because unless there's something urgent, like I have to go into work super early or the pool's closed, we know the pool's gonna be closed, then I can, I can uh, balance that a little bit and plug some other activities in there that I might not do on a regular basis. For example, I'm here in my office early on a Monday because we don't swim on Mondays. So my morning's pretty well set. Then when I get home, this is a trickier space for me to figure out these other hours that I have and, and what to do with them. So I try to make sure that I walk my dog every single day. This is much easier to do in the summer months. If I'm getting home around 5, 5.15, it's still light enough to get him around the block pretty quick, 20 minute walk. 
But once daylight savings hits, it's going to be a lot trickier to do that. Um, and I can't leave work early just to make sure that I'm walking my dog before it gets dark. Um, so his, his walks are a little bit shorter in the fall and winter months because of safety and, and daylight savings time and that kind of thing. So in that, in that time between when I get home and I get in the bed, there's a couple of things that happen. Um, I eat dinner. When I can walk the dog, I walk the dog. Uh, and sometimes I do business work. I have earmarked Wednesdays on my calendar to work with my husband on things related to the swim team. So do we have permits to fill out? Do we have emails to send? Do we have bills to pay? Those types of things. So I try to do that for about an hour on Wednesday evenings. Um, and that's a priority for me. That's a priority on Wednesday. I want to get those things done and I want to be able to do those things with him. But you know, like on Tuesdays and Thursdays, not necessarily exactly sure how I want to spend my time. So that's when things like working on this business, maybe recording a podcast, maybe sitting at the desk, editing a podcast, or I can work on my writing. Or maybe it's one of those days where we've hooked up with our neighbors and decide to go over to Mi Casita and have a margarita. So if I were to prioritize those things, it would definitely depend on the day. Um, my businesses right now do need to take priority over my social time. That is not necessarily a good thing, but in this particular case, that's what I've chosen because that's what is indicate is needed of my time. Um, but I know that my husband every now and then would like to say, Chris, just don't do anything tonight. Let's just hang out and have us time. And that may, that may consist of sitting out on our porch and, and just sitting there and visiting and talking about stuff. Or, you know, it might consist of some intimacy. You know, I'm not going to be afraid to talk about it, but it's true. Married people have sex. Most of us do anyway. Um, and, and that's a good thing to be able to insert into that free time. And I'm not going to say sex is not a priority because sex definitely is a priority, but, um, we also are not the type of couple that schedules it. Okay. So sex night is Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's not necessarily how we roll. Um, and I know a lot of people do do that and that might be a whole other podcast episode because there's some stigma with that, um, Anyway, I'm going to shut up about that part. But so what I want you guys to think about, what I want you to think about after this episode is those eight hours during the day and what the, what the activities are that you pour into them and do you know exactly how long it takes you to do them. So if you go back and consider time as currency and you think about what you're spending. So if you're being brutally honest and you know that the first thing that you do when you come home after work is put the television on and just flick around with the remote and see what's on, um, you really need to consider, is that a priority for you in that time period? Is that how you need to de-stress or you know, decompress from a day at the office? Is that what you need to do? Are you coming home to a house, to an empty house because you're single and you don't have a partner? Are you coming home to a house where you have an animal or a pet that needs your attention? And what needs to take priority over that? Because if your animal has been alone all day and the first thing that you do is plop down in front of the television, then your, your sweet furry pet isn't getting attention and love from you. Um, and now I realize I sound very judgmental, but I guess it's because 
I have been sucked into that whole TV thing. And when we had a DVR with our cable subscription, I would come home and we would have dinner in front of the television and we would determine like, okay, well, what shows do we need to catch up on together? And then what shows am I going to watch by myself? Because I'll tell you all, I watch a lot of shows. And especially when we had DVR, I had so much stuff on that thing. So I got to make time to clear out the DVR. And when I look back on that time, I'm not saying that those hours were wasted. Um, I'm not saying that I didn't enjoy spending that time watching television and getting some entertainment in. But now that we no longer have cable, now that we no longer have a DVR or some, quote, urgency in, in watching a show and getting entertainment from that so I can clear the queue, it really does free up a lot of time to do different things. So again, I'm not saying that sitting down and watching television when you get home from work is a bad thing, but I am saying that it helps so much to be cognizant of A, how much time you're spending doing it, and then B, how important is that to you really in terms of the things that you want to accomplish during the day. And if you're one of those people who says, quote, there's not enough time, end quote, I you need to think about that because we all have the same 24 usable hours in every single day. Thank you, Liv Tyler and Empire Records. I will most likely quote that movie and that line every other podcast episode because it rings true for me so much. Um, the people that seem like they have it all together and they're cruising through their day and they have all this wonderful time on the weekends or at night to do the things that they wanna do. It's not necessarily that they have more time than you do. It's that they have realized how long it takes them to do things and they have made a decision on how to prioritize that stuff. Um, and then I guess the only other thing I wanna say about this is the notion of understanding and accepting when something happens in your life that you can't control and how do you deal with that in your schedule? Um, because I used to be, and I still am in a lot of ways, very specific on, on schedule and control. And so if something took 20 minutes longer than I had anticipated it would, sometimes that's a, an aura of frustration for me because I think like that's cutting into something else that I needed to do. And that's definitely a mindset thing, um, getting comfortable with having to alter your schedule, alter your arrangements. Um, and maybe that's not the night you wind up watching shows on your DVR, or maybe that's not the night that you go out for margaritas with your neighbors. So yeah, so anyway, um, so just think about that. Um, think about A, the amount of time, it, well actually let me back up. Think about all of the things that you do that are not work and that are not sleep. That's number one. Two is to think about how long it takes you to do all of those things. And then three, think about of those things that you've listed, what things have to be the priorities and are there priorities on certain days that take precedent over other things. And I gave you the example about Wednesdays trying to be my swim team business night. So that is the extent of the wisdom I wanted to drop on you today. Um, if you want to know more about this theory of mine, I definitely recommend that you go order my book. Um, it's called Elevate Your Eight, same as this podcast, and you can get it via Kindle or paperback 
on Amazon.com. So just go to Amazon and put Elevate Your Eight in the search bar at the top. And, and my book is most likely the first thing that pops up. I hope somebody else did not write a book with the same title. That would break my heart. Um, so you have access to that. And if you buy the book, once you buy the book, there's a ton of resources on my website that you have access to that are referenced in the book. And one of them just happens to be this exercise that we just talked about in the podcast. So if you want more guidance and direction regarding the naming and prioritizing of your negligible eight hours that you wish to elevate, then I would definitely check that out. So I am going to sign off for now. Um, Just a reminder that this is a weekly 15 minute show where we talk about all of your issues related to productivity. And I love to hear from you guys on what things you want us to talk about. So feel free to go to my website at silverpeakdevelopment.com and click on the contact me button and let me know what kind of content you want streaming out of this thing. So this is Chris McPeak from North Los Angeles, and I wish you all a beautiful day. See you next time.